Welcome back to the Ultra Space Time Podcast, episode 5-9, the big 5-9. And um, as always, before we start, don't forget Twitch Prime, not a crime. So if you have that Prime sub lying around, make sure to support your favorite streamers, 5-9 <coughs> Gaming, and um, leave it here if you want to. Um, yeah, this is a special podcast to us because obviously 5-9. And um, yeah, today we are joined by the one and only free-to-play legend, Azdi. How are you doing, man? Doing amazing, man. Living that free-to-play life. Living that free-to-play life. Insane. Yeah. We are. Hey, your problem. I think you're <laughs> muted. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I know. I'm, I'm fixing yeah. it right now. Okay. Um, Sorry. There we go. Say something. Anybody? Yo. <laughs> Hello. Amazing. This is working much better than expected. Not. All right. Give me a second. I need to figure this out. Uh, in the meantime, I can already talk to you, uh, tell you about the topics. And that is um, the topics of today. We are talking about Rosé. We're going to talk about the Limit Break Banner, the Tournament of Power Changes. We have the Slot Remover Update and uh, our point or thoughts on it. Um, we got the free-to-play units that are now going to be called Event Exclusive, all of them. And we have another big announcement. And I'm going to try and talk to Azdeek again. Can you say something? Yo, can you guys hear me? Yes, What's good there we that? go. Yep. There we go. So we have Astig over here. You already heard him just for a little bit. Uh, we are joined by Badlamore, the Banana Man. Hello, everybody. We are joined by our Gotki and Saiyans friend, Noctis. What's up? I'm a friend. Nice, man. Yo, what up, boys? How you doing? Exactly. And recurring guest, happy to have you back on here. The man, the man, the legend, D3, DBZHD, 280p, 4K TV. <laughs> You forgot the Blu-ray. I've upgraded to Blu-ray, man. Oh, I didn't. Since I missed Blu-ray that. I must, I must have missed the memo. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be here uh, once again. Very happy to have you back on. And um, with that said, let's start with uh, the first topic, and that is the free-to-play unit Utopia's best friend, Rosé. Noctis as a god key main, or not main, but frequent player. How do you like him? First of all, he's basically on future, okay, man? Okay, sorry, man. Also, <laughs> good. I hope you are. No. Um, he has really good stats for a free-to-play unit. Overall, he's really, really damn good oh. for a free-to-play unit. Like, um, easy to farm, etc. The only weird thing is that he's yellow in my book. Like, I don't like that for the future team. I would have liked him to be, I don't know, like blue or something like that. The only issue that I also have is like his main ability. It's kind of lackluster. It's like missing something. It's only healing him, giving him slightly more damage, and that's basically it. But having that kind of VB-ish passive to draw two strike cards is really, really damn good. Especially for Rising Rush farming. Everyone likes Rising Rush, right? Um, no. Also that he can draw it while doing a Blast card. The only thing is your opponent needs to bleed. It can be an issue if you face someone that's immune to everything, but it shouldn't be too hard to trigger. Also, you get like that whopping 70% damage up. Also, keep in mind, you can easily 14 star him, so that's going to be really damn effective. Restoring that key, also really damn good. Getting more damage up with the strikes, activates twice. Goes away when switched out, though. Um, the three time account elapsed is kind of awkward. Because sometimes you draw that card and it like kind of bamboozles you, right? So you randomly have that green card in hand. 
but it's also still good for him because you have like a 100% chance to inflict bleed on the next card after you use that green card. But yeah, those time account passes, they're always like kind of hit or miss for me, like to be honest. Sometimes they really save you, sometimes they throw away your priority basically. But yeah, this blue card, kind of like the red rosé, like nothing too crazy. And T.O.P. is kind of trash in my book. Other than that, his Z ability for being a free-to-play unit is really damn good, I gotta say. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's basically my opinion for the new free-to-play Rosé. How about you guys? How do you feel? I love him. <laughs> I, oh, I, I think, yeah, I think he's, you know, a really, really good free-to-play option, right? Especially there's going to be a lot of people out there that don't have the future Gohan. Right. And so I think that's going to be really, really nice for uh, like a supplementary unit, a filler unit, um, if you will. Right. Because he he's very strong. Like his kit is I would say like they made him. I One of the only critiques that I really have about him is that I wish that he had a blast arm on his blue card, like the, the green transforming one. But it's asking a little bit too much. I understand. But other than that, like, dude, like the stuff that you can pull off with this guy is absolutely crazy, right? He can have um, the Vanish Restoration, and that's every single time he switches in, those effects reset. So it's not like he can only do it one time after six counts. It's like every single time he comes into the field, he's like, going to be able to do that. You're going to be able to take advantage of it. And it's going to... At first, I was like very skeptical, skeptical of it on paper because I was just like, are we really going to be able to take advantage of it at all times? But for the most part, I'm always... Uh, I would say like at least like... 70% of the time, I'm getting my Vanish back just because of that aspect, right? I use my Vanish, uh, six timer counts have elapsed, and then I get it again. It's really, really nice. In my showcase video for him, that mechanic specifically saved me like twice. It was hilarious. Like, it allowed me to avoid a rush at the perfect time, whereas he would have gotten destroyed. So, in my book, that mechanic is perfect because it yeah. RNG like popped in at the exact perfect moment I would have ever needed it. Uh, what I'll say is the green card on the on the earlier topic isn't the the canceling of buffs also a cancellation of the immunity? I think it cancels um, buff effects. I think it depends. Not attribute upgrades. Yeah, because some some like uh, let's say Red Gogeta, he has like three immunities, right? So maybe it cancels one of them. Well, specifically oh, okay. buff effects should mm. be in a, uh, the uh, upgrade to be immune, right? It's kind of early for me. I can't really think about this. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it might be like, like LF Rosé. Like where he well, gets the reason I ask bleed. is because uh, if, if he cancels immunity, then really with the guaranteed bleed, I mean, with really like the way he's built is pretty, pretty smart. Like he is going to begin the bleed pretty much always with that green card, which he draws. And then the, it snowballs into the long combo extension with the key gain and also the fact he forced draw strikes like he's got and, and the green gives him a crap ton of key to like the green is incredible for his kit. So like if it also cancels immunities the way I'm thinking, if it doesn't, then it's still good. But if it does what I'm thinking, then it's like he's designed very well. So I like him a lot. Like I, I mean, the main ability is kind of just really cookie cutter. It's a, it's a nice amount of health to restore. Could it have done more? Sure. But I'm not really mad at uh, mad about it because he is a free 14 star, you know, but I think he's uh, probably I don't want to be like hyperbolic and talk about him like, you know, in, in, in too big of a light because he's brand new. You know what I'm saying? Recency bias and whatnot. But uh, he's probably one of the better free to play characters in the game overall. So mm -hmm. that's how I feel about him. 
especially like with the tags and all that stuff overall. Like, I mean, being yellow is kind of kind of spotty, but I really don't mind it all that much personally, especially if you don't have uh, future Gohan. It's a good choice. And especially if you don't have like a highly starred or at least decently starred future Gohan as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a very good point to bring up, too. It's just the fact that it's these free-to-play characters, they've been very, very solid on release. Like, you, you just got back from Kid Buu, right? The free-to-play Kid Buu. He was also very solid. He, I still see him, like, to this day, like, in PvP and stuff like that. He's not one of those units that kind of just came out. He came and went, right? I, I see him on powerful opponent teams. I see him on regeneration teams. You know, I see him getting Zenkai buffed and all that good stuff. And I feel like this dude is going to do the same. I'm still going to see him here and there. Not optimally on every single team or anything like that. But it really gives me a lot of hope for these future free-to-play units right because if they follow the same format with these really good z abilities you know strong kits and stuff like that that are going to be you know viable i think that's the most important part is that they're just absolutely viable whereas we've had free-to-play units in the past where they just feel like you're going to put yourself at a direct disadvantage just by bringing this unit right the main culprit of that sometimes feels like the the free-to-play um gokus that we got for the third anniversary they were they were dead on arrival not spectacular yeah. You're so. very diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think outside of outside of doing showcases, have you ever used them again? No. And I, every time no, I no. see them, I like have a quick sigh on the opponent's team. I'm like, it's like, why? Like, I mean, maybe you don't have the options or whatever. So you, you, it's hard to tell like why somebody would be using them. But every time I see them, I'm just like, why? You know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I um, think that the only time you're going to see them is on uh, season reset because you're going to be lumped in with like the BR30 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for now, anyway. Yeah, until the league. But when you see like that that Namek Saga team with the Super Saiyan Goku. Well, so like some of them are okay. Like he's okay. He he fits fine. Like especially like as Z Z ability, they all are a good Z ability fodder. But some of them just don't even have teams. Like Boo Saga, for example. You know. Yeah, but uh, also like (laughs) I, I guess like the Super Saiyan One and Super Saiyan God ones, I guess were the ones that I saw the most after they came out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom, before we move on, um, yeah, I was you are still muted. What? Huh? Um, you are still muted. I am. Yeah, I am. He knows, man. He knows. <sighs> it's a hopeless man. It's very hopeless. All right. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish uh, Rose would at least get like twenty keys so he can do like a strike art on his main ability, right? But it yeah, is but it's because they give him viable. the force draw of the green, and the green yeah. gives him that. Like that's why, guess, yeah. that's why the the main is so cookie cutter is because the green is his entire kit. Like if you start yeah, the combo with the green already in hand, and then you pop, you get the bleed, then you get the strike draw, and then by the time you've used a couple of strikes or a couple cards in your hand, you get another green. Like he, that's his entire and kit. You, yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so that's that's why he's built the way he is. But the green gives him a crap ton of key in the first place. It's like what forty key or something like that. Yeah, forty, forty. Yeah, yeah. It's that's a lot, man. Especially when he's uh, getting key automatically anyway. So like he really runs into an issue where he just doesn't have enough cards really overall. But in my initial like testing of him, I was just like, yeah, like if you get everything in the op- optimal scenario for him, he's popping off with a bunch of cards. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, also it can be really tanky. I noticed. It's not like a free yeah. play unit that's like a glass uh, cannon, but he can also tank. That's really damn good. And one thing, like, that's why I said, like, his main, I'm not mad about his main, but, like, he heals a lot of HP. Uh, it's like 35% or whatever. He heals a lot of HP, man. And he has access to, a, like, some equips as well that can increase healing as well if you wanted to do that. He heals a lot. So 
he has good uh, surviving power. And again, like I said, free 14 stars. So he's automatically going to be in a position where he's got the higher stats than a lot of the normalized player to player characters. Like I said, like future Gohan is, I think we'd all agree better, but like if you have him at two or three stars, what's really better for you on your team, the two star or the 14 star. That's still yeah, good. Definitely. Right? Yep. So yeah, I like him a lot though. I think his design is pretty smart. I like him a lot. I, I do like too. His art too. I'm glad, glad to hear that. Cause I have not played him at all. Like all season I've just been playing my, disgusting region team but i'm also not using rising so it's kind of <laughs> i'm crippling myself oh. i don't want to cripple oh. myself even more <laughs> no no what you're doing is you're making everybody's life miserable because <laughs> oh, the yeah. rising just makes it go faster <laughs> from both sides but if you're not going to do that you're just going to stall and go to timer every match you're making everybody's life miserable oh but <laughs> but it's not even like i feel like i feel like region has this rep from when kid boo was like fat boo was still everywhere i mean he's still in the region team. yeah 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 but I yeah. almost all the time, and I'm probably going to just out myself to everybody running into me in queue, but I'm playing like per, uh, yellow, yellow, purple with DKP, LF Piccolo, and Cell. And yeah, the, the That's LF very Piccolo offensive is, version of the team. Yeah, you know, like the LF Piccolo, yeah, he's tanky, but Cell and, you know, to an extent, DKP, not the tankiest of units. And I don't have, you know, the, this insane amount of healing um, if I had Fatboo in there, you know. No, that team has had that reputation because of that too. But like from like the merge from the original Zamasu days, and so like, yeah, they're always gonna have oh, the reputation of going to timer and you know oh, making yeah. your ways like miserable. It's never gonna go away. But that's a very offensive version of the team that I don't think I'd want to play because the Dragon Ball issues. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got King Piccolo and Cell just getting rid of all your Dragon Balls all the yep. time. Sounds Especially fun. if you bring Gohan, I can get rid of eight. Yeah, sounds yep. fun. So, hey, yeah. that's, that's what I do so to not get rushed, you know, but hey, uh, if we digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we didn't get <laughs> an insane amount of things this week. But one thing that we did get and that a lot of people are asking for, and I feel like the expectations were a little too high from being having two limit break banners within a month before the anniversary is, ta-da, we got a limit break banner. Asdeek, as a free-to-play player, what would you say, summon or not? Ah, dude, I, I have to say summon. I used to be in the boat where it was like, don't summon on these banners because I wanted to just save my CC and stuff like that. But as of right now, especially for someone like me, who when I chase an LF unit, even though that's really not advised ultimately overall, if I chase an LF unit, it's only one copy. Right? I only sum go for one copy. So this limit, these kind of limit break ban banners are a godsend for me because this is the only, this is basically one of the only means that you have, which is a very limited amount of means to actually get stars on my LF characters, right? Because we do got the Hoi Poi that are introducing more systems and stuff like that in order to get more LF Z power. But overall, this is your best bet because this is 600 Z power for your LF units. And not only that, you're getting a, a good chunk of just regular multi Z power for your sparking units for your 1%, right? So I would definitely advise everyone to summon on this. If you don't summon on this, then I think on I would have to go as far as to say it might be a mistake to not summon on this. It's There's just too much value there at this point in time, right? Especially with these, you want more stars on your LF characters, right? Whether you're free to play or whether you're spending like, you know, a, an unimaginable amount of money, I still imagine people want, I mean, unless you got everything 14 stars already, that's a different story. But yeah, I, I do think this is a must summon. I think they're generally a banner you should consider summoning on because the value of the Z power uh, overall and, and also the step up model is probably the, the nicest one we have in the game with the costs and things like that uh, to, 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 uh, to the fact like again, the whole time you're getting the, the uh, Z power. But I also think I remember um, 
Goresh or a couple other people saying that like if you summon on this, they'll expire by the time that the festival rolls around, even if you yeah. kept it in like your gifts or whatever. Yep. So this one may be the one where you actually may not want to summon because of that. Because what you'd be doing if you what you would be doing is if you had one of these already, what you'd be able to do is uh, you'd be able to use one and then save this one, I guess, in your regular inventory because you can't hold more than one. Yeah. So I guess that would be why you'd summon. But this may be the one time I'd say maybe not. If that is true, the timing on it. Yeah, yeah. it is true. 100%. It is. It's like I think Goresh said, uh, if you summon even on the last day, it'll expire just the you day before. You cannot make it. It runs out one day before, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, but planned, I mean, it. they planned it this time. I mean, if you want to yeah, see yeah. it, if you have a team that you use with that LF unit that is just shy of an like, extra star, you could still do it and just, you know, keep one in your box and, you know, um, upgrade that one LF unit. For me, I did it because I got incredibly lucky on the cell banner, uh, especially in the first like 20k, but I 14 starred him. I used one of those Legends Limited Z powers I still had. And I usually keep one in my inventory at all times if I can, you know, for the next LF to kind of spare me that last copy and just get him to six stars if I can. And then you also don't forget you get another 1,200 Sparking Multi Z powers. So if you have something like number one Vegeta or you love Vados or... I don't know, MVP 17, any of those units, you know, those all-star units or those 1% units, you can get them up by two stars, potentially. Yeah, it's pretty good. So that's why I said, like, I think generally this is a banner people should be considering summoning on. I understand why you wouldn't, because obviously, you know, you want to summon for new characters, you want to save for step-ups, blah, blah. But, like, the value of these is pretty high overall. You so, cannot get shafted, yeah. that's the thing. I think, uh, basically yeah. guarantee. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And also, this is I mean, the one banner only... where you don't summon for characters. Yeah. You're only focusing on the C power. <laughs> That's true. All right. So I think it's, it's pretty much agreed. For most people, this is a good deal. It's 3,000 Chrono Crystals uh, in total. And you pretty much get one extra copy of an LF and two extra copies of any other unit. Or you just... I don't know, spread them out if you have a unit that just needs this 200 Z power to get to like red two or something like that. And um, yeah. I think with that, we can, we can move on um, to some, well, minor changes. But since I've made those shorts, I want to talk about real quick about those changes they made to the tournament off power. Uh, they're just, just two changes pretty much. And basically, the limit of TP, which is your energy for the Tournament of Power, is 25. You've already seen this. And um, I think this is huge. Because um, uh, if you have seen that short, friendship matters. The power of friendship is insane in the Tournament of Power. Because if you friendship level 10, all of your units, that means they get a 5% buff of every single stat, including key restore speed, which determines who starts. So if you have the highest key restore speeds, all your 10 characters might attack first and you can kill one or even two characters before they even get to attack you and do damage. And so I recommend you to wait until you friendship rank 10 your team if you have all the equips and if you can, you know, spare the energy, of course, but even friendship rank 5 helps you a lot. And um, yeah, the other thing is that the special move gauge charge rate pretty much has increased. That's it. So you get supers more often. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that the, the 25 TP thing is huge. And I'm curious, has it, has it changed your behavior as to how you spend your TP or are you just playing it the same way as before? I personally, I think the meta should be like how, how exactly Palm, if you guys don't know, 
over on the Five Night Gaming channel, we have been keeping a collection of all the Palm has been going through every single stage and putting them live on the channel. So if you really wanted to, you can go ahead and save all 25 of your TP and then just watch all of Palm Shorts on the Five Night Gaming channel and follow his exact pass. Sure, uh, sure way to get into that top 6K and get that juicy 1000 CC. Also, keep in mind, this season is only one week and they're giving out TP in your gift box. So you got to collect those. They run out in like three days. So be careful yeah. and collect those every day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, for me, I, I use the energy right away just to follow my own path, just to see how it works. But there, you can literally wait until like now until Monday, then you can go through the entire route. Yep. Yep. It's also kind of nice for content creators if you want to make like an entire video. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep, it definitely is. It's just also nice, too, to go ahead and see, like, possibly on the last day where everyone has the 25 energy. And you can just go ahead and check the leaderboard, see what team is popping off at that uh, point in time because uh, the season has already been going on for uh, however many days. And you can be like, okay, well, this team seems to be doing good. I can actually make this team. Let me go ahead and do my run now. That's pretty nice overall. Fair enough. And what about you, Noctis? Have you played, do you play differently than before or do you still... Spend your TP Dude, as you get them. I just bursted out every TP I had today. <laughs> I didn't touch TOP at all. I okay. nearly forgot to get the tickets on the gift shop, uh, gift exchange or whatever, the gift box. <laughs> and yeah, I just did all my TP today. It was kind of good. I, I kind of liked it going through like over 20 energy. It was, it was solid. I liked it. Not gonna lie. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good change. Yeah, I mean, it's all up to the next change because they are trying to change the rewards and everything. Yeah, let's yeah, see. that's going to be the even bigger one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious. Depends to on see. what league you are. Yeah. This, but also I wonder if the only for now, the only difference between like top two to 100 and like 101 and 1000, I think, are titles. And this is like, okay, some people think it's cool, but I think it doesn't really merit you like trying really hard. Um, and also, I yeah. have no idea, uh, D3, how do you stand towards TOP? Do you enjoy the mode? Do you just do it as like free 1000 CC or anything in between? Or how do you feel about it? I just kind of auto battle it and uh, kind of move on. <laughs> I was actually very uh, excited for it before it came out when it was just, you know, they told us a little, about, a little bit about it before it actually fully released and then i realized there's not really a ton of interaction with it so i kind of just fell off it very quickly shortly thereafter so i wound up just autoing it and playing through following where i may typically like whatever like 500 cc sometimes a thousand whatever the numbers are uh and then just move on <laughs> Fair enough. currently i'm sitting on my tp though but uh typically what i was doing beforehand was when it would hit five i'd go uh, but that was a bad strategy for a while because a couple of seasons I didn't finish. I would finish like one match short and it would piss me uh, off. Because you forget? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like forgot for an extra day or whatever. So the oh, 25 yeah. cap is very helpful. So yeah, for sure. That's what I'll say. And it's funny you say that, um, that you fell off because for me it was kind of the opposite. At first I was like, eh. And then I kind of started enjoying the strategizing aspect about it um, just because, you know, now you, you, it's more about team building and less about gameplays per se. So you need to see yeah, who, yeah. who has a special lined up and you know who, what, what are the tiles, where do the opponents debuff and all that stuff. So for me, that was kind of fun. Just And um, funny enough, that mode revived my Discord server because we have a, a TOP channel and 
that's the most active channel I have. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we have the. Yeah, nerd, I really did like the idea of the strategizing, though. I, I really like team building and stuff like that in these in these uh, type of games in general. So I really was playing with it a, a lot for like the first like couple of weeks. But then I was like, eh, whatever. I don't really care anymore. Fair enough. All right. So this is uh, this is, I guess, it for T.O.P. And um, this is not the only thing. Um, they also in uh, on Twitter and they announced a, an update to uh, rerolling equipment. Did you see that video, D Free? Uh, yeah, I, the one from last night or the one from a few days ago. I think it's a few days ago, or to just like two minute video on like fourteen days to Legends Festival where he talked yeah, about. Yeah, the, the fourteen days one was a few days ago. They did the ten days ago one last night. So yeah, I saw both of them. What are your thoughts? Uh, uh stuff that uh, I think that you know people are gonna be very happy about. I'm not terribly surprised because i may or may not have seen some of that before but <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah like the updates that they're they're doing especially to the equipment system as of late uh is, is very helpful because that's one of the more painful systems in the entirety of the game anyway yep yeah i agree this is can be so painful when you're so close to a z and then you're like uh back to a yeah back to a yeah it's just mess you up like i uh the the constant real roll thing that they did where you can just do more than one at a time was nice but it's really not nice when you wind up going down and starting at and uh, ending at an a right so that's why that's mm -hmm. one of the things that they're patching out of this update as well or the ability to fix that you know it's where you don't have to start or end lower than where you started right so it's like a, something that uh definitely was needed like a like a stat saver kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, a while ago, uh, we were kind of talking about the possibility of them adding like a golden eraser type of thing or something like that. This is like five, six months ago, at least. Yeah. Um, and it was like, yeah, it's a very real possibility. And I, one of the things I told people then was that I sent them feedback saying, hey, maybe you could do something similar to like uh, Grand Cross where you can basically... I don't I mean, I haven't really played it a ton since then, but I believe the way that the system worked for their equipment was that you could basically guarantee you go up right with whatever hammer or whatever it was. So they really liked that idea and I'm happy that it got implemented overall. Uh, it didn't wind up happening exactly how I thought, but nonetheless, that's something that I that was floated around as a possibility quite a while ago. And it, it took a while, but I'm happy that it's making its way into the game regardless. I mean, it, it sounds like it's going to be very resource intensive, though. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of worried about is, uh, I mean, equipment rerolling is such a zenny drain that I feel I, I usually yeah. run out of zenny before I run out of erasers. And uh, yeah, I mean, you want to enjoy Legends on the weekend, farm zenny on the weekend, but still you can farm <laughs> as many zenny as you want at rhymes. And then it, you're still running out so quickly, especially if you reroll like plat equips where like the cap is at what, like 12 or 20 million per reroll after 10. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've run out of, and I, I didn't realize that issue until they they actually put the multi reroll thing, and I was like, wait, I ran out of Zenny. What? Yep, this is the first <laughs> time this has ever happened. And then since then, every weekend I have to freaking farm Zenny, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are as Zen. well. Yep. But I just yeah. thought that was so funny. I was like, wow, I did not realize that this was this big of a drain of Zenny resource specifically. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because so, uh, they are literally giving us erasers in the shop. You get it through your STR. Like, they are giving a lot of erasers. 
by now. By rewards, by events. Yeah, yeah. But it's because you're going to need a lot of racers. That's why. Yeah. It's also why it's, you know, they got that 50 pack or whatever. You're going to yeah. need a lot of erasers. And then so. they increase the max amount, right? To 300, yeah. yeah. 99 to like 300. Yeah, yeah they're, they're gearing you towards needing a lot of erasers to really guarantee this. That's why I said it's going to be very resource intensive. Don't think it's going to be cheap. You're going you're gonna to need a lot of erasers. So what I'm, what I'm curious is what do you think um, the costs will be in terms of not necessarily how much, but what resources? Like, will it just be erasers and Zenny? Do you think it'll be like an extra souls, chrono crystals? I don't know. I don't think they'll... I don't think they'll tie Chrono Crystals into it. I think it'll stay where it's separate, where if you want to use CC, you can. Like, pretty much everything else has that option, too, you know? Uh, I remember when they added that to, like, soul boosting and things like that, if I recall correctly. Um, I mean, don't correct, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they added it to, to, to soul boosting because I have never done it. <laughs> so don't quote me on it. Uh, but nonetheless, though, they added it to the, the reroll system for the equipment, and it's just, I think they'll continue to keep it separate, right? Um, but I do think that the cost is going to be just pretty much what it is now, but just multiplied by a number, you know, and I think that'll just keep going up the more you have to keep doing it the same way, the same, this, it's kind of the same system that we have now, really, you know, like it, it, it starts going up and up and up the more you do it. So, and then it just resets it. Well, reset, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, I can't tell you the number. I don't. I don't know the number, but like, it's say like, say for example, fifty erasers for guaranteed gold or whatever, like things like that. I don't know, but it'll be a lot because you could tell because they're giving you more of these resources, and there's a reason. That's fair. What I'm really wondering is as well is um, how much of an increase is guaranteed? Is it like point zero five percent, or is it at least you know like a certain amount, or is it just it gets better well, by something? The way I understood it was that there was two versions of it right, right there was then. the one where you can't end lower than where you started and then there's one that's a guaranteed upgrade yeah um the guaranteed upgrade i mean i assume there's a lower level on it if it's something like a freaking decimal point then damn like that's not even worth it we'll yeah. have to figure that like out point zero five percent nice be, <laughs> yeah like it may be like go up to the top they can't say like oh go up two percent on this because you know that number may vary on how much you need or mm -hmm. you know like per equips or whatever so maybe they say jump to like the, the top 90 percent of this equips maximum potential in that slot like i don't know what they'll do they'll have to program and it'll be kind of weird for them to do now that i think about it but i i don't imagine it'll be very low and if it is very low it's just not going to be worth it but I'm more excited about the not going lower than where I started because I can't tell you how many times since this has come out where you can do the multiple like that screwed me over and it just made me you know it feels so dirty it makes you not even want to play especially if it's an equip that has like a very poor chance to get that slot higher because these equips are all different you know uh, some of these equips have these slots that are very heavily weighted and if it's one like you trying to get you're you're trying to get the upgrade to the Z or whatever and you have a decent role there that you were satisfied with, but you know you need to upgrade it to get the Z, and you start off like half of where you were because it's incredibly hard to upgrade. You know, those ones are the horrible ones that I've been screwed with. Mm -hmm. So I'm more excited about that overall. Fair enough. It's especially those equips that give you like a low percent of pure stats per tag X battle members. Like I'm just those remembering suck. this uh, this Ha region equip, which gives you like up to five or six percent blast attack. Per region member, and I'm like, it took me four or five hundred uh, erasers to get. Is it the one with first get... form cell? 
Yes. That one is horrible. Dude, that I got third slot one is ridiculous. One. It took me 400 that, erasers. That equip is horrible. <laughs> yep. And also the ones that, that are unique equips too. Most of the time, those are really bad. Agree. So I still don't yeah. have a red I'm, last I'm more excited about that. Or Gogeta. <laughs> but uh, as the, what is, <laughs> I, don't uh, what is your I gave up. You gave, honest, up? Me I too. gave up after me like too, 150 dude. erasers, dude. I gave up. <laughs> oh, I spent a couple more, but I'm in your camp. <laughs> I just, I gave up. <laughs> Yo, Asti, what do you think about this update as a free-to-play? Uh, what's your feelings? It's massive, dude. I might actually have to get into uh, equipment re-rolling. Like, I, I'm honestly at the point where I feel like I don't even want to use my erasers until we actually get this update. Right. I'm kind of just hoarding all onto or just hoarding every single eraser that I get my hands on. That way I can go ahead and just start investing everything into this. This every single update that they've been kind of like inching towards has been really like it's like that that ray of hope, man. Like it's just everything that they've been out even the the literary slot, I know a lot of people were worried about that, but like just the equipments, you know, when it comes to like Zenkai's and stuff like that, Legends is truly just taking dub after dub in my own eyes. Yeah, it's a good update. I mean, and by the way, I think everybody should be saving their races right now. Yep. So yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> exactly. Because even what them. comes out, even if it's more intensive, it's still better than what we have currently. So everybody should be saving every piece. Yeah. So. Fair, fair. All right. So I guess that's pretty much all about the equipment update. Um and we have one update that uh, Battle Omar could not stop talking about. So he will still stop, not stop talking about it right now. And that is that all free-to-play units will share the event-exclusive tag from, from now on, from very soon on. Yes, is it already in effect? Yes, the one thing we're waiting for. Okay, let's talk about it. We the, every event unit the, that you have gotten through the game, from Rising Battles, Legends Road characters, all the Gokus, like the free-to-play, we, they will have their own exclusive tag they're called event exclusive. And they will change the, some C abilities too. Like Legends Road character, their C abilities will change to event exclusive. They are removing the Legend Road tag completely. I'm not sure if they are going to remove the tag itself, but if they do and change it to event exclusive, the equipments for all the Legend Road characters will go to all free-to-play units. And those equipments are broken. Yeah. And they're also changing the free-to-play Goku you get from Rare Metal Shop to... Um, so you can actually... Actually, it's an event unit. It had a number before, but they are changing it to an event unit. So you can literally run that too. You can... All Ultra units, they are all event units. At least those we got for free. We don't know in the future, but... Um, yeah, they, this makes so much composition because uh, Legends Road have Senkai abilities that is mostly only for Legend Road. But it is for every Legend Road. If they change it to event exclusive, you know how much you can do as a free-to-play do with only yeah. free-to-play units. It's like they have one of the bo most broken equipment. Well, not broken, but most best equipment that is not awakened even. Like max HP, like usually character doesn't even have that. They are base health increase. But max health? Oof. The defenses of every free to play unit is just insane. 
So if they are going to change up to this, this is going to be one of the very much big updates. That means I can finally introduce this game to friends. <laughs> they don't have to be afraid to be totally one-shotted by Gohan or everything else. I thought you would be like, I don't have to be ashamed of showing this game to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but sure. <laughs> yeah. So this... I, I think that's a very optimistic view of it. And I'd be perfectly happy if they did all of that, but uh, kind of try to temper expectation. The way I read this was more so that they're going to be changing the tags. Uh, I don't think they're going to do much for things like equips or Zenkai abilities. I think that the Legends Road tag will still stay in the game and those characters will still be exclusive with their own stuff for the record. Again, I'd be happy if they do, and I'd be happy to be wrong, but I think that's more or less what's going to happen there because they may think of that as being a little too good because, again, that'll, that would work for every event character in the game, like Ultras or whatever, and then those that are not released yet. But I think more of the focus on this was to try to tie in the characters that already had the EVT in their, in their IDs anyway, for the record, which is funny that they're adding that, I think, to the blue Spirit Bomb Goku, right? The event uh, you know, number to his ID. But uh, I think it was more so to tie in certain characters like the Gokus that could not be used together for some weird reason. Like just things like that, I think is more what the focus is. And there's a secondary focus, I think, on the fact that obviously we're going to get more uh, free characters in the future. But characters like the Legends Road characters that have. So the thing about Legends Road is that they have always been incredibly cautious about Legends Road releases and very, very careful to not put out too many too quickly. And especially when we started getting Zenkai characters that ramped up even further. I mean, if you think about it, it almost seems like it's a, a dead idea. Same as the what Rising Battle or whatever is also like a dead idea. They're kind of been kind of uh, jumping through these different patterns of releasing characters. And Legends Road Zenkai's exclusively seem like they're about a done idea anyway as well. Because uh, the last one was like six months ago at this point. Like I just... I would uh, agree that that would be a good change. I just don't think that these things are going to happen. I think that the idea is more towards characters like the Gokus and things like that and upcoming releases specifically to make that more clear. Um, but nonetheless, though, I like it because one of the things I really, really criticize, like I said, I, I get why that the Gokus couldn't be on the team together because they had all those sagas abilities, but I thought it was incredibly stupid. They didn't add like, again, an event character or whatever specific like i don't know whatever they wanted it to be as opposed to like something as generic as like saiyans or whatever whatever they could have done whatever you know and i thought they could have been on the team together and it was just a missed opportunity for them so i think that's more or less what they realized and why this is happening and also why these characters are back now for the first time since their introduction when this is tied into the event update as well yep yeah, it's definitely yeah. all correlated like that dude uh, i like and how battle was saying i really do hope that they go into it and they would just give this tag like just a massive buff and stuff like that. But you always have to be cautious with it because ever since the release of the yellow, the kid Goku, right? When he got his Zenkai, like he was broke. Like he was literally the only free to play unit to ever break Z tier on a tier list. And after that, everyone has just been watered down since. I mean, there's still good ones. Like I really think the the yellow Legends of Piccolo was really good. I think he's still usable to this day. But it's just they've never been on the same scale as that kid Goku, and it's definitely for a reason, right? They don't, they don't want. Well, what ha what happened that really screwed them was I think they realized very quickly what the problem with Legends Road was going to be was that okay, well, when we see Kid Goku come out, 
um, they're going to have a team of six, right? And this also speaks to why we haven't got a new Legends Road character in general anyway. They're going to have a team of six, every color represented. That's fine. But two things are going to happen. With the release schedule being as spread out as it is and always kind of was, that means that they're going to have to go back and update those characters. Well, they no longer do regular updates. They're going to have to do Zenkai's. And well, the Zenkai is going to have a Zenkai ability, which is going to then span across the team, which is why free characters have the lower slash half stats on the Zenkai ability as well. And then they realize, oh, hey, well, if we put out too many of these too quickly, it's going to quickly become because remember around the time Kid Goku came out, the speculation was, well, they're going to have just the best team in the game because he's ridiculous. It doesn't matter how good the rest of these characters are. They're all going to buff each other. They're all going to get these crazy stat increases. They're going to have the best team in the game. So then they slow down releases of that kid trunks comes out and he gets his Zenkai, and he wasn't bad at the time he came out, even though he was immediately overshadowed by Vegito blue, but he was still not bad and was very relevant for a while there. But it's just, you think about it from the business perspective and really to summarize what they did was they said, okay, we're going to slow down everything here because we're too worried about this being the only thing people are playing and pulling anymore and not worried about new characters. And the problem with that approach is they took so long that now these characters need another freaking Zenkai, you know? So it's just, it is what it is. But I think that they'll still continue to keep the same idea and mindset about these characters with their equips. Because like, like was mentioned earlier, the equips are freaking broken. <laughs> so oh, <yeah>. I don't <laughs> know if they want those being on things like their ultra characters, but that's just me with their track record and knowing how they think a bit. But I would I would love it if they did. I, I, I can't stress that enough. I would love that if they did. And I would love it if they did the Zenkai abilities as well, because you know how many videos I can have. I could, I could do now with like yes. stuff like that. I'm, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it, man. Yep. The, the, <laughs> it's just the track record, right? Yep. It is only my hope that it's going to be like that. No, I, mean, I, I, and I want to make that very clear. I hope it happens. <laughs> it's just, yes, I don't think let, it will. Just let me use my event exclusive Super Warrior team, please. <laughs> with all the Zenkai buffs on the bench yeah that, yes, that would be baseball Yamcha, come on <laughs> I, I really want to like like yeah freaking baseball Yamcha. like see i really want to do that that would be so awesome have kakarot goku and then legend road piccolo <laughs> if he changes his abilities from legend road to event exclusive that is like literally buffs oh man and also they they were gonna i wonder if they're gonna add the event uh t- uh Zen- z ability excuse me to other characters other than just the goku's Right. I mean, obviously, we have the speculation. Yeah, they are changing Road. every Legends Road C ability from Legends Road to event exclusive. Yeah, but I mean, like other characters like uh, Kakarot Goku, for example. Like they don't list other characters here, so I assume they're not. But, yeah, but like, there's some other ones a, that would be nice. If you remember the leader system, like he can be the leader and still get all the buff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So the leader true. skill is like that's a whole other thing. Like that, I really love that update. They really thought about a lot with that one. Yeah, and um, the combination with this, that means you can put event exclusive in one team if you really want to. Just if you have yeah, a leader yeah, yeah. and then just have the bench boosting that. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that is what my mind was. I was like, come on, please, let me have that. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> let me make sure I can actually use baseball Yamcha. That's what I want. You just want to land well, that home like run. that they've been putting out the yeah. free characters that have been really good. We talked about it earlier, but like, you know, Rose's good, Kid Boo's good, Omega's pretty good. Like I like that they've been doing that more. Yeah, I like it a lot as well. There's just a, a lot of hope for the free to play teams. I do think it's funny though that they they went out of their way to add that because you were talking about the EBT. 
um, how they went out of their way to go ahead and change that, that spear bomb Goku to make sure that he got that EVT in his, um, yeah. his card number. <laughs> that way he can just still be a yeah, part of it. Like, because he's like, he's, he was always in this like weird gray area. Like he's like, he never had an actual event really. I mean, they might've, I think on the first couple of seasons of PVP, they're like, Oh yeah. And then obviously they've always done it since pretty much. Where in the news you could say, oh, get this character from exchanges, but it was never like a big deal. You know, it wasn't a freaking event, really. Yeah. So he was just kind of weird and he wasn't summonable. So I thought that was funny to see that he was in there as part of this, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, that uh, if this happens, from what I'm saying, many event exclusive will have most, one of the most good equipment, like the Frog Forge. They are all event exclusive. Like the Cybermen, they're also all event exclusive. Yeah, but will they get the tag is the question, right? Because I think for the they, announcement... They will have, ev every unit will have event exclusive. Well, that's also what I was asking about. They're going to get the tag, but if they pick up the Z ability too on more characters than what they listed... No, no, no they, they will not get the Z, um, the Z ability, but the only mostly will get like the Gokus and the Legend of Rogue. They will have that, but not the Vegito, anyone like that. It's just that yeah, they will yeah. have the tag. But you can actually use that, you event. And that's why I hope that they change Legend Road Senkai's to event exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Helping, buffing, you know. I mean, it helps a lot with the teams. You can have many that likes to play the game for fun actually have fun. Because they, it's only exclusive equipments for those units. And that means... You don't get one-shotted by FSK because I kind of hate that a lot. And uh, there is many units, like there's many tanky units. Why cannot free-to-play be like that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, sure, it will not probably not happen, but we know for sure that the, the Legend Rogue characters and all the Gokus and the Spirit Bomb Goku will have event exclusive C powers. But all event exclusive will have that tag of event exclusive. That means Captain Ginyu, the one who's taking over Goku's body, will have that tag. Vegito, the red one from Rising Battles, the Fury Broly, Baseball Yamcha, many else will get that. Those who are events units, the Cybermans, the Frog Force, everybody. <laughs> Like Goku Black. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I might be overhyping, but I'm so glad that this is going to happen. At least they have mentioned something like this happening. And if it does happen, I'd be very happy because I was once to play. I was once free to play, and I loved doing this. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so happy when I can actually use a free to play team and just have fun in PvP. I would not get totally destroyed by other teams that was meta at the time. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I just love it when they try to at least change the free-to-play. Because at least it will draw in more, more people that to play the game. It just doesn't have to be summoned all the time. Speaking of free-to-play, what are your thoughts on the... Uh, sorry, uh, Palm, <laughs> changing the subject here. All not good. really, but sort of. What's your thoughts on uh, the free team that they're giving out? The free team? Yeah, of uh, the Lineage of Evil, Sand, or Movies team from the newest video they put out last night. Oh, oh for the number 10, for the 10 days, right? I haven't seen yeah, that yet. Yeah, the 10 days one. 
mean, it's, it's well, it's technically probably supposed to be for the next podcast. So, I mean, uh, I think it's pretty good. I mean, you get to, to choose what tag you want. You can also farm events units. Like you can choose to have different teams. You don't have to have free to play, but if you want to have only free to play, it is good to have it. Mm. Like you don't have to focus on summoning all the time. You can save until a specific team that you want. Yeah, but I, I I'm just happy that the event exclusive, like free to play units. When I first started the game, I was like, right, please just. I don't want to be like this anymore. Please give me a unit that I can actually play, have fun, don't get this totally destroyed by my opponent. At least let me learn the game before I get destroyed. Oh, I mean, I mean, the, the event exclusive isn't going to change that. Gohan's still going to rip you to pieces. I mean, yeah. you can still <laughs> tank more, at least now, because they have those. Yeah, companies. they'll have a little bit more tankability, but he's still going to rip you to pieces. Yeah, but at least you can <laughs> learn... So that you can teach when you're using others to so cheat it. No, 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 no. I just mess with you. <laughs> he's just, he's just, that go on is just stupid, man. So yeah. he's still going to rip whatever, but no, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> no, but I want to, going back to your point with the, because they're doing that, what is it called? The Let's Go Legends event where they're giving all the. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, so what, you got the movies team, you got the Saints team, the LOE. Did, you can definitely tell that they're gearing up because they're like, we're going to get a bunch of new players for this. I think this is actually perfect because. Um, I think for a new player specifically, I would say the Saiyans team is obviously the best pick, right? Because I think on the Saiyans team, they had the Super Saiyan 3 Goku and yep. uh, the, the purple one, the purple one uh, from the first Black Friday. Um, they have that guy on there. They Wasn't have, like, he the, just added to the exchange shop too? I Was he? I, I was just about card? to ask that. I was just about to ask that. Let me let me actually go check that real quick because I, if that's the case, then that's easily the best team for any new player that's coming into it. If there's any new players coming into chat or whoever got banned from Dokkan from all that um, silly stuff coming <laughs> over to Legends and, you know, you're looking at what team to start building, you're definitely going to go ahead and want to go to Saiyans, get that purple Super Saiyan 3 and get that Zenkai from the USTR. You're already off to a great start, man. It's going to be yeah, very All good. those teams have at least one Zenkai character, like Broly and uh, SS3 and the Cooler. So they all have yeah. at least one. Yeah. And it's not like they're like crazy good teams, and we don't know what level of limit break we're gonna get them at, but still pretty good. At one hundred yeah, Z power, I guess hundred Z power. Oh my goodness! Right. <laughs> you're not Zenkai anything anytime soon. But if you're smart and you choose a, a team like Sans, and and on the free to play aspect, you know the story mode and the missions, they give you those characters at seven star, the other Saiyan characters, and those are all Zenkai's as well, right? It's, uh, yeah. Super Saiyan Blue Goku, the Green Broly. Broly. You can you can do something with that. So, just overall topic of free to play and you know stuff like that. So it's yeah, nice, yeah. just in general, what they've I done. You you mentioned it earlier, Azdeek, but Legends has been you know like I, I said it for a while, but um, Legends still continued over the last few months, getting more criticism than they probably should. But really. I think for quite a while they've been moving in the right direction and they're taking oh, yeah. a lot of W's even I think more people are noticing it now, but I think for the last like number of months, they've honestly been trending in the right direction as opposed to where it was the meme of, Oh, two steps forward. No, no. One step forward, two steps back, things like that, which was valid, but I don't think that that's really been valid for a while. Yeah. They've been really doing good things. Yep. And yeah. that was one of them at the time that came out where they changed the story mode to give you the free character at seven star, blah, blah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel also people just <clears throat> just want to criticize to criticize sometimes. 
or just yeah, because yeah, they jump probably. they jump on the bandwagon of Legends Bad LOL, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just cannot get enough. They, they always want more. Yeah. Well, no, Legends it's like good you get two hundred CC for free, and they say, "Why is it not one K?" And you get one K. Why is it not two K? It's like, what? It's always <laughs> what? the same. They, you don't want. they will never be happy about it. Legends eight lol. Okay, Swift. But yeah, at least I know for a fact that they are going right direction with this. With all the free to play, everything that's happening, you can easily grind the Legends Road units, at least those who are like Goku and Trunks. It can help you a lot. Like Goku, Kid Goku C abilities now changing from Legend Road to event exclusive. It's like 35% to both defenses. And that is pretty huge. That's pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And he's still a character you could, you know, use pretty well. And he's one of those characters, actually, the initial seven or whatever they added for story mode. He's one of those characters, too. So you yeah. can you, you get him pretty easily. But um, he's still got a he's still a character you could use and be successful with, even if you weren't a new player or free player right now, if you really wanted to. He doesn't have he's not anywhere near as good, but you could still use him. Yeah, true. But like I said. It's all going to the right direction. I like what they are doing. Sure, I might be disappointed what it might be coming, but if it does come, I'll be very happy. I think many people will be very happy about this. Even new players, like they can actually have grind all of this and play the game. Yeah. Especially with the new rank system that they are going to pop up, you know, from battle rank 50 to 70, they are diamond league and stuff. Oh, this should be really interesting. Yeah, they got the Diamond League, the God League. It all looks, it all looks pretty cool. <laughs> so it's going to be very interesting how they are doing this. And I just love everything that has come for this past year. Yep, the updates have been popping off. That's easy to say right there. Legends W, yeah. Legends Good Law. Ever, ever since they said the begin with the Senkai being free, it's only been going up. And I'm happy about that. Yep. Alrighty, uh, we've been going for about an hour and I think it's now time to unveil uh, the big announcement that we have. So I'm just going to hand it over to you, D-Free. Oh man, I don't <laughs> even know what this big announcement is. What was I supposed to say? I don't know. I'm just say something. Uh, <laughs> well, that's kind of awkward. Uh, well, uh, I guess the big announcement is that I'm a little sick, uh, oh, no. but I, I'm, I'm getting better. I hope that I'm good soon. No, uh, I mean, that's true, but I uh, will officially be joining the five, nine crew going forward from here. Um, something that I was asked about. It's funny because I was asked about it when it was a new thing and I was like, nah, it's not really the right time for me. And a lot was kind of going on. I didn't really have the, the time for it. But uh, now things have switched up a little bit and I feel like now is the perfect time. So I'll be on whatever you guys want me on. I mean, it's, it's not really going to change too much because I was already on whenever you guys wanted me on. But uh, just available, and I want to be doing content all across the different channels. Uh, I don't know exactly what I want to do. Going to switch up some of the mobile games I play, things like that, non-mobile games, discussion videos, whatever the case is. I'm just going to be very versatile is what I hope. So excited to be on. Well, first off, welcome to the team. Really glad to welcome. have you. And I think the difference is we're going to want you on even more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair, man. I can I can definitely always, you know, carve up the time, so I'm good. That's another thing too. That's why I said like, you know, I just didn't have the time. Uh, but I do now. So, I'm excited. 
massive W for Five Nine Gaming. And you guys thought we were gonna move over to Facebook Live. <laughs> uh, we're streaming. Oh, we're streaming exclusively Fresh on Twitter. Facebook Live. Live. <laughs> oh my god! First thing I read was like D three can slander NAS now. NAS is free for all. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So since since we do have a little bit of time, and speaking of time, D three, how much time do you have left? Since uh, you had you said you can only be on for a certain amount of time. You're still good uh, for like, about another 15 minutes. Okay, that sounds good. Um, since yeah. this is the 59th podcast, 5-9, um, and Dokkan was doing something similar and I really liked the idea, um, I would like to just reminisce a little bit about like what got you into Legends? What are your like favorite metas, your favorite moments? How did you even hear of Legends in the first place? Maybe we'll just start it with you, Defrey. Uh, well, so like Legends was a little different for me because... I was one of the original Dokkan content creators. I, I started before Dino a uh, long time ago, man, 20, 2016, 2015 in that area, 2015. Um, so I had been heavy in Dokkan and obviously, you know, met everybody through that scene, you know, Talon and Dino and Nano and just a bunch of people, right? Became my friends. Uh, so for me, what kind of wound up happening was I uh, was looking for a way to kind of diversify the channel outside of just playing Dokkan. And one thing that started popping up or was, uh, I think it was towards the end of 2017, but they started putting out news that they're going to be doing, uh, they're going to be doing uh, another Dragon Ball mobile game. And I started covering it like with whatever news came out, I'd drop a video on it and things like that. So I was already looking forward to Legends prior to it coming out in the first place. So when I first heard about it early 2018 and 2017, whenever that time period was, obviously, it's been a few years. Um, I started covering it on a consistent basis while obviously still just doing Dokkan. But what happened there uh, was Legends comes out. We get the soft launch in Philippines whatever it was. Uh, and I covered it from day one and since have been playing the entire time all the way through. I'm at like 1300 days or whatever it is. It's been a long time. Uh, and something I, I enjoy doing in terms of like favorite metas. I don't know if I have a favorite one, but I can tell you the worst one, the one that I hated the most in hindsight, it's ironic to say, but he's my favorite second favorite character but it's really honestly very close to my favorite character but uh favorite character basically and my favorite outfit for him ah, sorry i have to do it bojack movie go oh no oh, dude. oh no dude. <laughs> oh no <laughs> i had to do it man i had to do it so yeah that was probably my least favorite meta in hindsight and that is only if I had to choose another one to run her up, it would be the Kefla Vegito blue one because, oh, my God, <laughs> I remember when those two came out and I would just put my phone down. Yes, you can take your coffee. You're not doing anything. You get stuck in a combo. You are not doing anything at all. We talked about it earlier, like the regen metas and I've. I've played through all those metas and I, I also remember like the green IT and green bar. Like, I remember all these metas. But like those two specifically, but like that, now that I think about it, I think I'm going to put Kefla and Vegito Blue ahead of them. Just barely. That meta actually pissed me off because I was just oh, yeah. like, dude, you get caught in a combo. You can literally, and at that time you can only cover change one time. 
So you better not miss your cover change opportunity. Or one thing that was very common back then was people would, uh, and they still do it obviously because it's a good tactic, was they would preemptively switch, right? And they'd sub expecting you to sub. Say like they have a yellow and a blue. They're going to go to the yellow right when you go to the purple or whatever the, you know, the, whatever the color is, right? To match up so they get type advantage when you are going to sub and get type advantage defensively. They sub in preemptively and like that was very relevant back then it still is very relevant now um and yeah that was just horrible if you got if you got hit with that you're stuck that character's just dead so yeah and you get rushed in 10 counts yeah yeah somebody said hero hercule meta that one so like the thing about that one is that one's horrible but it never took off like it never became an every match thing you know so at least he died quickly yeah, yeah, yeah. But like those ones, those ones were really bad specifically. But overall, though, Legends has uh, definitely been very fun for me, as you can imagine. Yeah, I want to just quickly take the word and say thank you, Crowny, for five gifted subs. Appreciate the support, man. And I'm going to hand it over to Asdi. How did you get into Legends in the first place? I never never knew that. Um, so I always, you know, it, it, it's weird to say, but I always played Dokkan. Like Dokkan was like my first Same. gotcha game. I never really knew about gotchas. I didn't know there was just this giant community for gotchas. Like I didn't watch any YouTubers. I didn't know who any of the YouTubers were and stuff like that. And, you know, I remember when Legends got announced and I was like, dude, I'm going to be on top of this. Like I, I want to play this day one. This is a PvP game. I was already way, way, way too, too invested in video games as a whole. So I was like, dude, this is for me. It came out when I was in high school. And... Um, I remember first day playing it, I was really intimidated from the PvP. Like I, I wanted it specifically for PvP and I never touched PvP. <laughs> like I, I remember re-rolling my account until I got that green sparking piccolo because that's who I wanted the most. That's who everyone was saying was absolutely goaded in PvP. So I was like, dang, dude, I'm going to get this stacked account, get this sparking green piccolo and, you know, I'm going to just tear up PvP. And then I never touched it. I never touched PvP Um like hardcore like i never really went for top 10k or anything like that until second anniversary and at that point i was always like i was watching youtubers it was like i think the um, the person who really got me into content creation the most was actually bebop i would always watch bebop i would always watch is bugs i would always watch um just you know even like nas i legit would watch nas like every single time he would put out a legends video when he would always cover all the content and stuff like that right and it wasn't until like um second anniversary hit where i was like all right i i want to make some videos i didn't have none of the equipment like i had no um computer or anything like that i remember just pulling getting my phone uh hitting record and then talking through my my hat my headphones and it sounds awful. The video is still up on my channel today, but it sounds so awful. But I was so like happy <laughs> making that content. I was so like, I, I was proud of myself. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was proud of myself. And, you know, I now looking back at it and looking where I'm at now, like I, I'm, you know, it's just, it's very, very emotional for me. That sounds weird because it's just a gotcha game and stuff like that. But it does feel more than just a gotcha game to me because it not only got me like really into the swing of things as in content creation, but it got me into this amazing community. Like, especially with all you guys right here on the podcast, you know, everyone in five, nine, it really Aww. means a lot to me. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I think, I think everybody kind of has a similar kind of journey. You know, I have some of that too, with more or less with Dokkan than legends, obviously, cause I was already established when legends came out, but like, I remember some of the same exact thought processes and, you know, I really got into 
I, I found Dokkan in a similar fashion. I was looking for a, very quickly because I know it's not my turn anymore. I was looking for a um, you know Dragon Ball mobile game, and I just stumbled across a Gasha. Horrible decision, by the way. Like if I could go back and tell 2015, be free to stay away from Gashas, I would. Um, but I found it and got excited. Blew my first check on the game, and just or not my first check, but my latest check on the game when I first got it, and didn't get anything valuable out of it, but. Throughout that, I found, uh, started creating videos on it. And then I found, like I said, all these other people. And I was already watching, like, because Xenoverse is very relevant. I was watching, like, Ryan and stuff like that and started talking to him. And I was making, like, Dragon Ball discussions. And at that time, I was able to meet up with him and, and geek them and, and a bunch of other people and stuff like that. And it just ballooned. And one thing I will say is I think that these games, the, the biggest influence they've had in general for a lot of people, this is what I was trying to say was the community aspect of it. The aspect of community is the best part about it because you meet so many people through these games. And I think that that's just so awesome that, you know, you start off listening to or watching videos from like, like I said, content creators, and then you get to meet these people and become friends with these people and get in the same space as these people. And I think a lot of people have a similar journey and that's so cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also came from Dokkan and I started making like summon videos but i think i never actually talked i was just figuring like i'm summoning anyway so i'm just gonna make videos and throw them up on youtube and i got like five views and i was happy and then yeah, it was also dude. it was dude he, how weird was it the first time i was still recording on my phone and i was talking when nobody was in the room i was talking into my phone while playing the game and it felt so weird i felt like a psycho <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's definitely <laughs> how it is. The first time you start doing commentary, you're like, ah, I so don't know odd. about this. Yeah. And now it's just like, yeah, I'm just so used to talking into a mic and it also helped me a lot in my day job since I'm talking a lot and I learned how to do it. And yeah, I also got mm. into Legends just because it got announced. Like people said, yo, we took the feedback from Dokkan and we made a whole new game out of it. And I was like, okay, I'll bite. I played it for a little bit and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to switch my whale status from Dokkan to Legends. Well, now here I am. I don't play Dokkan anymore. But, well, Legends still going strong. No, yeah, that's what's up, man. What about you, Battlemore? Me? I got to Legends when watching uh, Rhymestyle. I saw the trailer. I was usually only playing Dragon Ball Xenoverse. I usually travel playing card games. I mean, I do my usual stuff, do voice acting, other stuff. But I found it very interesting because I enjoyed Legends when I was a little. Like, I saw it on TV. I was like, oh my god, what is that? Looking with big eyes in front of the TV. That's why I have glasses now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can blame Ryan. So, <laughs> Good thing you have but, healthcare in Sweden so he doesn't have to cover the book with the glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, I was watching uh, Cineverse content and then I saw Rhymestyle show a trailer about um, Dragon Ball Legends. I was like, oh, this, this looks pretty neat. And then I continued watching. I played the game. I was like into it. But then uh, I saw I was really having fun in playing the game. It was, it was amazing. Uh, it's, at the point, sometimes I stop because IRL stuff, because everyone has those at some point. Oh, yeah. When uh, lives go through. But uh, yeah, I had much fun and I could not uh, think about IRL when I was playing the game and I was, I was happy playing the game. 
And then I saw Rhyme collab with D3 and then I followed him and then I watched his content. I kind of tried to follow every content I can. Then I find Ryuden. <laughs> then I just had fun looking at every content things you put out, like different team compositions. Like, oh, I never thought about that. And it was so much fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wholesome. Don't mind. Yeah. My favorite meta, though, was uh, when Super Saiyan 4, Goku, and Vegeta came. Oh, yeah, that was oh, a juicy one. Baby. That was good. Aside from Baby, who also came with them. Yeah, Baby <laughs> came with them, too. I know, I know. Dude. I know. <laughs> it, it, it was fun. It was, for me, it was the most balanced yeah. from what I've seen. Because I was, I was in when the, the Gohan Bojack was there. I was there when Region Meta, the Holy Trinity... It was not easy, man. You did not have those <laughs> units like those. I was like, how did you have a vanish again when you blast armor? What is this? <laughs> oh, pain. yeah, that was a thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Broly loved that. I was like, well, was what is happening? Uh, how can I do this? I was like, it's so hard. But I love the Vegeta and Goku meta because GT was them beginning to introduce correctly instead of Pan was released in the beginning. And I enjoyed the heck out of it because everything was kind of balanced. Like everyone was having their moment of fighting. It was intense. It was fun. But then VB meta happened and oh my God. <laughs> they need to show you the bad so you can appreciate the good. <laughs> yeah. You know the ironic thing about the Vegito blue meta was that like literally wasn't the next like big hitter to come out LF Gohan. And it was yeah. just all downhill from that. Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't it LF Gohan that came out like right yeah. after? And then yes. 18. Yeah, it's just like it's all downhill. Like there's no recovery. Uh, <laughs> it's just all downhill. <laughs> At that point, I was like, what? what's happening? <laughs> oh, yeah, that man. Was, that was a crazy time. Yeah. The one thing about like that Bojack Gohan meta was just so annoying was that there was no counterplay to it. Like yeah. you're just stuck in like. You're just, you're just, they, they do the no switch thing and you're just like, okay, well I'm done. Like I said, the, the Vegito blue one is, is really, really, really annoying, but I, he got, I, I always say this, he got most of the flack for that meta because he was the main headliner, but Kefla and Gotenks were just absolute cancer too. Absolute yeah, especially cancer, Kefla. especially Kefla, <laughs> especially <laughs> honestly at that time I was like, you know what? When I realized I was like, you know what? Vegito's bad, but Kefla's actually worse. Like she, yeah. she's actually worse because she comes in and changes all the blast strikes, gets the freaking draws. But like, oh my god, blast and armor! Oh my cheap god, strikes too. And then she faints you. Yeah, oh, yeah. faint. Oh rush. my god! Uh, also, was, the buff every time. Every time she got hit, that meta, dude. That meta was so frustrating. But then, talking, speaking of the uh, yellow Gohan, <laughs> do you remember when you still were able to tackle step, and now they took that away, so you could not extend your combo to get out of jail free? Uh, oh yeah 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 <laughs> they're like oh you don't like being locked in well sucks to be you yep <laughs> it became a lot harder to stall oh, after yeah. that so not yeah like that was that was horrible insane. man you know what i'll, I'll say speaking insane. of tackle another like interesting meta was the introduction of that uh goku who literally was one of the only characters to change the entire game the lf goku namek? the blue uh namek one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like his meta where he Oof. just was so passive, passive and they were like, yeah. okay, we can't we can't have this. So they introduced the tackle. That's the whole reason that's even in the game in the first place. Because also, you needed a way to counterplay him and yeah. bait him or whatever the case would be. 
that got added into the game because of his meta overall. It was ridiculous seeing when he first came out, and it's like, okay, well, this counter just works on everything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like, all right. And it's going to just freaking one shot everything. So, okay. Like, there's been a, I think, I think if we really reminisce on Legends over the years, there's been a lot of interesting metas that have come out. I mean, but like I said, if you go all the way back to the very beginning, that Bardock and Instagram. Ooh, green, green, yellow. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh Super Vegeta. Oh, my God. It's, Yikes. it's like, it, that one was like, and this is why I'd never want to see those characters, those two specifically get Zenkai's, but obviously they will eventually. But, um, the inability to play the game at all is just ridiculous. The counter options, the locking, just oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy. The massive so. pain fighting that team. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, back in that day, it was just they were, when the options were so limited, right? That's also another thing. The options were so limited. Yeah. And like the best counter then was like purple Vegeta. And if you got him destroyed or whatever, you're done. And back then you could do things like, I mean, really there've been a lot of things like that have changed since then. Like the, the, the uh, sidesteps had different usability. They were different with the way that they worked. Um, and that became very relevant with like 16 and the purple Gohan and the original Goten and Trunks, like the sidestepping things like that became very relevant. But um, one thing that was also really good back then was you could rush and keep the combo going. The rush baiters were, oh my goodness. That oh, yeah, was like, so like what you could do is you, you could click rush, have them vanish it, and then just immediately chain it into a strike. Yeah, you still get priority over every battle. <laughs> yeah. You know how many games best, I went off yeah. that? Just cheese like that. So like there best were things like that one, in yeah. the game and in the environment of the game that were just bad overall. So like it was really bad when you couple that with the limited options of the inability to literally play versus the, the double green characters. Legends I, has been on some journeys, man. Yes. I also I blame Namek Goku for the removal of the tap tackle clash. I think tap that tackle. you know they had it in oh. before when you time when you timed your tap punch right, you could basically nullify a tackle. Yeah, and go yeah, like they took that out, and they took yeah, that out. Yeah. And I think it's just because there are so many passive Andes with Go, uh, Namek Goku learning how to counteract the tackle this way that there was basically nothing you could do against Namek Goku. Yeah. I was very upset about that, that it always wins now versus taps. And it still burns me to this day. But I'm still doing it. But muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we have one more creator. Noctis. Uh, yeah. Noctis, do you want to you just give us your villain background story to how you became a oh, streamer God. and every <laughs> Dragon Ball Legends player? How I got into the gachas was like back in the day. Like uh, like one or two months after the free actually got into it, and he was one of the first content creators I actually watched. Like I oh, started nice. Dokkan when that Entrusted Mission AGL Super Saiyan Two Gohan released back in the day, like one of the first banners or something. <laughs> and I looked on YouTube. I wanted to find out more about Dokkan, and the only thing I found was D free, and it was about that Super Saiyan Bardock that web banner that released before that. And yeah, I got like pretty much addicted. <laughs> and, so I'm yeah, telling you, like I, when I started, like it was like only like really Ichigo making content on Dokkan 
like back oh, then. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, true. Nichigo. Yeah, I found him afterwards though. But you were the <laughs> the first one. <laughs> but then I found um, later on, like when Legends got basically teased on that um, weird premiere, etc. I found Rhyme and Dino cover that, and I was like, yeah, I want to play that. Heck yeah, another gotcha. Hell yeah, count me in, man. They they are like hell. <laughs> you you want to go in and you cannot back out and whatever, man. Then I got sucked into that, and yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> it's like basically <laughs> there we are. I was always lurking on those YouTube videos, never commentating, only watching. Like <laughs> I was one of those weirdos, man, just watching. <laughs> well, it's better to lurk than to comment first. Yeah, I was only lurking, man. I'm gonna start commenting like, that on all your streams, mom. Day one lurker, dude. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't do videos anymore on my channel. I sacrificed <laughs> my YouTube channel four five nine. Um, Rip. But it's it's cool to hear you also talk about your your first creators like who were and um I not everybody talked about it but that would be my last question before we go into the break for like a couple of questions afterwards is who are the first legends creators that you watched and I'm gonna start I think my the first guy I watched was Vlad if you still remember him he was like one of the top players at that yeah. time when it was still the sidestep meta uh, but he quit yeah. he quit when they patched it I think Bebop must yeah. have been up there and. I guess Libra, because um, at that time we were all still pretty small and supported each other and were like hanging out in the discords and it was really cool. Yeah. Vlad was the one I was thinking about when I talked about the Gohan and sidestepping and stuff because he was really cheesed with that. The Gohan and 16 combo, like ridiculous. Yeah, Vlad was insane. I also remember back then I was still actually match up with Bebop and I got clapped so hard because he already figured out the whole sidestep shtick and i was just still <laughs> chaining cards i was like what <laughs> yeah back back then we were really bad i have some very old videos like that and it's just like oh <laughs> we've come a long way <laughs> <laughs> what about you battle we were the first creators on legends that you watched and that you followed uh it was uh, in the kuba and uh, rhyme oh nice nice, nice. And yeah, I remember Aztec, you're also saying is books. He was also one of the guys who was like really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He was dope. Him, it was him, Bebop, Libra, all that good stuff. And I remember too, even when I was getting into D3, D3 kind of trans transitioned me into um, Butchigiri. Like him and um, uh, Garesh did that, that whole little database and stuff <laughs> like that too, dude. I was mad into that as well. And then it got shut down, unfortunately. Great game. Yeah. For me, Sadly, I still hate it. It has great <laughs> arts though. Yeah, the arts were yeah. amazing. All right, Noctis, you wanna you wanna round it up? You already uh, said a couple, but do you have any any ones to add? Uh, bro, I'm having like a nostalgia trip, so I'm I'm like in my memories. Dude. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Very deep. All right. And yeah, uh, we are going thing. to take a quick break. Um, we'll be back for a few questions since we talked a long time and uh, we, we have places to be. Uh, but with that said, I think D3, uh, you're probably going to um, get off the podcast now, unless you still have a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, I've got to go, unfortunately, but I'll go ahead and say my goodbyes now. So like I said, thank you for having me on. Obviously, now we have more opportunities. We'll have more opportunities to do more of these. So it won't be that long before I'm back. <laughs> Promise. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here just in general. <laughs> yeah, welcome Thanks to the team, on. dude. Yeah, welcome, man. Yeah. Big, big hey, fat welcome, welcome and we're all happy to be, to have you on. I'm just gonna speak for everybody here. 
I don't care. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break and we will see you in three minutes. All right, we're back. You can see we're one member short now, but that doesn't mean we can't answer your questions. And I am going to hand it over to MC Battle. What's up? Oh, what's up, guys? Bring me your questions. I will say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pulsar372, uh, would you guys consider doing general kids video for characters people would like to see in the game? Mm. Hmm. Sounds like fan-made characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have seen our characters, what if characters comes with the on Piccolo. the All-Star banners? Oh, like yeah. Piccolo, yeah. That comes with Piccolo, but uh, it was Goku, but uh, you guys had uh, good ideas with that. We should make that for Black Friday. Who do oh, you want yeah. as DLF? Mm, yeah, and you guys can make a kit. Yeah, we can definitely do Masuba something like that. Masuba Master Roshi! <laughs> yeah, because I actually <laughs> liked a lot of the submissions that we got, because we did put out that a fan-made character submission form over on the Twitter page. If you guys aren't following us over there already, make sure you go ahead and do that. But it was basically, some of you guys went on there and said that for whoever was coming alongside Piccolo, uh, someone said uh, the Thouser Squad. And I was like, that would sound sick. Some people wanted a, a new cooler and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's called a Cooler Armor Squadron, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is there's a lot of cool submissions, right? Uh, we'll definitely do it again before Black Friday actually hits. That way we can see what units you guys would actually build yourselves for, for Black Friday. Yeah. Now, let's see. Next question. Do you guys think they should make it so if you rush a revival slash endurance unit, you get your second rush faster? Like how it works if you get your rush kit? Absolutely not. No. I do not want the second rush at all, period. Like, I sometimes, <laughs> in some matches, I get salty when I get one rush because the game goes to, like, almost timer. It's 1v1. I'm about to pull my final strike card and then they rush me and I get salty. Yeah. Normally, it I, I play so that I kind of expect one rush to happen, but two rushes is just too much. Especially if there's no balance in terms of how fast both people get theirs. Like, I feel you shouldn't even get a second one when the first person does, hasn't even used their first one. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, x Noctis? Um, Noctis, I'll let you go first. Yo, I'm 100% on Palm's side. Like, a second rise rush is just BS. Like, why? Can, can some just... people get it so fast that it's not even funny. And like you said, like, sometimes you don't even rush at all. And they, they don't care, man. They they throw a second rush. They even throw a third rush if they can. It's, why? Like, like, come on. Come on, it's man. It's also yeah. not fun, to me at least. Yep. Not yeah. at all, no. Yeah, for me, for me personally, I think... um, I don't, I don't necessarily think this is a hot take, but I think revival characters were a mistake. Because um, obviously now you want that second rush. Like, if you're going against a revival unit, you're like, okay, let me pop this first rush, let me get my second rush. That's the whole nature of Gogeta's platinum equipment, right? That's the, the whole reason why they even gave him that third slot where he can get two Dragon Balls back. He already gets two Dragon Balls back within his own kit, getting four back. And so there's been a lot of situations where, per for me personally, if I'm running Gogeta four, and I see a clap go on the enemy team or revival Gohan, I'll literally just rush that revival units, get my four Dragon Balls back. And there's been a lot of times where the first combo I get off after I pop that revival, I'll just have my second rush right there. 
And I know that's frustrating for the other player, right? Because the whole point of the revival was to kind of like have that rush mitigation and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's still not good. That's why I think endurance was a lot better. Endurance works because you have people that can nullify endurance. If you had um, a unit that nullified revival, people would not be happy about that at all. And so (laughs) their solution was... Okay, well, let's just go ahead and give them two rushes with uh, revival disruption or, you know, we're getting more revival disruption. So we're getting other ways to kind of like counteract it overall and stuff like that. But yeah, when there's a revival unit on the enemy team, I'm going to double rush. That's just how I feel about it. I'm not saying that's like the the best solution that they could have came up with, but that's like the solution that you have right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, personally, for me, that's that's uh, third slot is useless because I get two Dragon Balls. I don't rush anyway, so I'm like, eh. And because somebody in chat also just said, uh, P- DKP mains say what? First of all, what? And second of all, for me, I use DKP and Cell to mitigate my opponent or like stall out my opponent's Rising Rush. Because this way I can try and get an, uh, like an advantage, maybe even kill a unit before he can rush me. So then it's 2v2. And I, I do acknowledge that this team is toxic if you rush with it. You know, like, you're going to go rush, and then you're just using DKP's main steal to Dragon Balls, get your second rush, stall your opponent's rush, maybe kill a revival with Cell. And I can see how this is not fun to play against, and um, I'm sorry if I ever did that to you and traumatized you. You did it to me, Palm. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, but you deserved it, though. Probably. Maybe. Okay, I, can, I can probably agree with that. Yeah, you had it coming. Okay. I think we have time for one more question. Okay, then um, the question is this. What do you guys think about PvP leaks by Thanks Scott? That, honestly, that sounds sick. I don't know if you guys have ever played a game, a very, very toxic game called Overwatch, but they have PvP leaks, or they have leagues, right? Like, they have, like, I'm pretty sure most competitive games have this. It's not just exclusive to Overwatch, but they have, like, like a Bronze League, um, like a Platinum League, Diamond League, all that good stuff. And so it's... it. I think it provides a lot more of a competitive environment. I honestly, I'm very excited for it to come through. Oh, yeah. I mean, I find the system very interesting because if you are going to be like Valorant 70 and you are in that league, do you stay in that league and keep being Valorant 70? I hope it is because I really am sick being from Valorant 50 back to the rank. 35. Yeah. <laughs> just annoying. <laughs> it is annoying. It's I mean, annoying just maybe grinding you'll back get, up. Yeah, maybe you'll get reset to 50 instead. Uh, but, I mean, the uh, thing oh, is, oh, we yeah, don't yeah. know yet what the spread is. Maybe Battle Rank 70 is still going to be just below 7,000 RP, and they're just going to, you know, just like with the star system, they're just going to add more steps in between where you rank up. And then at one point when you're in the league, you're still not, you're still only getting the fun matches against people of a similar skill which I think this is going to be the fun part for me. This is what I'm, why I'm looking forward to leagues because the one thing is for content creators, it's kind of meh, but also for me, it's not fun, you know, like playing against like a 3GG battle rank 30 player who has like five, like three star units and, you know, your units basically just get tickled by them. It's, it's just not fun for either side. So I yep. think it's a great change. Yeah, I think that's a... What do you mean, man? Winning is fun, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just win, man. No, because even X-toxic. Goresh, even Goresh has made I mean, that point. Whereas, like, the, the, whales don't want the, to fight against, you know, for the most part, at least. I, I don't know. Some whales may like that. Like, they might like actually just stomping their opponent. But I remember Goresh even saying, like, um, he doesn't want to fight people that have like no stars on their characters because it's just there's no point. It's just it's boring at that point for for it some players. Bad. Yeah. 
But I have to say, and I um, have to also go like back to Nolar, who, as a fellow whale, says that this is what keeps games alive, is that whales, they want to stomp fish. Most whales. <laughs> Not all of them, but many of them. They just basically, I remember um, Tiny Whale, I think he quit the game when they implemented the training battle system with uh, level 14, or when you could um, just use LBR mode in friendly metal, uh, matches, because now everybody got the same toys. Yeah, I, yeah, I, because I don't agree of, with um, that. Tournaments, tournaments adapted to that and used that. Right? Yeah. So it basically was useless That's when what? you're a whale. As long as you get the units, you know, you can just play your tournaments and uh, yeah. See, the That's thing it. with with that, uh, and this is, um, this might be, you know, I don't even care. But so the thing with that is that a lot of people in the tournament scene and the competitive scene, although how whatever how small it is within Legends, when that change went into um, effect, and every single competitive scene, everyone that was hosting tourneys were immediately like, we're going to do all of our matches in LBR. Everyone's getting 14 stars. And so many whales were upset because a lot of whales were, they ended up, there was a lot of tournaments that theoretically they would be winning easily with their star count and stuff like that. Having all 14 stars, they started losing them. Right. Not, Not saying skill. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a big skill issue there. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to sugarcoat it or anything like that. And a lot of them quit. Like, they <laughs> so I think it's a W for Legends overall. I think that it was a good change. Um, but obviously, some of the, those whales did not feel the same way. Yeah, I can understand it yeah. from, from their perspective as well. Mm -hmm. Battle, what are your thoughts? Hmm? Yes, you. My thoughts? Yeah. Uh... I mean, I, my thought about this is it's all going positive. Like, I have no problem with all the system, and yeah, all we can do is wait. I mean, they announced it, but uh, we don't know how they will execute. That's true. I guess we'll get more details as we go. But Yeah, all we know is that they are going to, from what I've known, from what they're talking about, they're going to check out which connect to someone better or not. And they are going to make sure that you fight that guy less if he's laggy. Like, if the connection's not laggy. Yes, no more, Ayush. Let's go. What about my connection? <laughs> How's that? Free to play. Uh, yeah, my free to play connection. <laughs> <laughs> free to DC. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> no, but it's just like, I think everybody has that one player that when they see their name pop up on the screen, they're like, oh. You know, just yeah, they're bracing themselves. Yeah, they're bracing themselves for this shitty match. Because that guy knows he's lagging. Because he's abusing it as much as possible. Yeah, sometimes mm -hmm. it's even when you even when you see a certain guild, you're like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're oh, already BSK. Yeah. No, I I I hear a lot of uh, North Americans complain that they get even matched with people so far away. Yeah. And I, I can agree. I sometimes also get matched from people from like Pakistan, which is not around the corner. That's crazy. Weird. Me with yeah. the Japanese people. Or what Miss just said in chat. I'm not going to repeat it on, <laughs> on proof. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, well, I know that's it because I'm the one that can end the stream. So uh, we're going to cut it off here. Um, Again, if you don't already do that, make sure to subscribe to DFree on YouTube. He's an up-and-coming content creator. He's been trying for a long time, but now he's finally exploding. No, I'm kidding. But if you don't know him by now, go check him out. 
Obviously, follow all our other creators as well. Battle more on Twitch, Noctis on Twitch, and Azdeek over on YouTube. Yeah. And with that said, we will be back uh, next week with the first episode of the 60s. So uh, episode 60 of the Ultra Space Time podcast. Until then, make sure to follow all our social medias and, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter for updates. Follow us on YouTube for Tournament of Power Shorts for interesting videos. You'll see uh, the 5.9 Direct, 5.9 Mobile, 5.9 Entertainment, all the good channels for all your entertainment needs. And with that said, have a good one, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Have a good time, guys. Later, guys. Peace out.